that's a that sexy robot voice. Terrifying. I no longer feel safe here. That's the voice that you hear in the middle of the night, and then you look up, and there's a robot holding a knife at the foot of your bed. Which is absolutely perfect for our theme, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's true. It's tonight's all about robots. Wait, what are we talking about? Robot knife starts for Robot boyfriend. Well, uh, happy early Halloween, everybody. <laughs> Good evening, and welcome to this special Halloween segment of the Grand Geek Gathering. I am your host for this ghoulish conversation. I'm Michael Tanner, co-creator of the Young Adult Survival Survival horror graphic novel series junior braves as well as co-host of the show burn after pitching on our panel tonight discussing all things halloween are well i go by captain falco on the, sorry i wasn't sure if i should just say falco or captain falco this <laughs> captain falco is what i go by on... <laughs> oh i liked his identity crisis that was fun <laughs> <laughs> it's captain falco from uh gamer culture along with uh, just own personal stuff here and I'm Maddie, the host of Indie Comics. And I'm Nikki from Trope Time. I am Tony from Nothing in Particular. I'm just a writer with the Grand Geek Gathering, and I'm really excited to be here. And I'm excited to have all of you here. So thank you for being on for this special Halloween segment. Uh, we're just we're in the throes of October. And Halloween <laughs> is 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 barreling down at us. So really got to talk we got to talk out these halloween issues and i want to yeah. know i want to know from our panel what halloween really meant to you as a kid and now what halloween means to you as an adult um it means my birthday <laughs> is your birthday halloween no it is the 28th so very oh. very close to halloween so, so did close. you grow up with like a lot of halloween birthday parties Oh, hell yeah, dude. Like, <laughs> my mom was all about it. Like, we had a slumber party. We went to the biggest and, like, most haunted house ever. And then she would hire a psychic to come back to her house and read all of our palms. Like, she What's was the super craziest all about thing it. the psychic ever told you? Honestly, I don't remember. I think I was like six or five. It was like those young. Uh, what an years. easy job for a psychic to like read a five year old. Be like, I, I see candy in your future. That is my dream job. You just, I didn't know this was my dream job until you just described it. I want to be a psychic. I see you wetting the bed. Under, anyone under 10. That would be I want to be a psychic amazing. for like, yeah, like pets and children. <laughs> I, so my mom actually, when I was in her belly because my mom's superstitious she got her fortune read from me and um they said that i would be into old things i mean i got my degree in uh medieval and renaissance studies but i, I definitely am not using that now so maybe maybe she was a bit older people Wow. I'm sorry, I had to. As so I was gonna say, like I guess having like the ha uh, Halloween birthday is kind of like a special thing. So you're like the opposite of those kids who have a birthday near Christmas, where like the last thing oh, yeah. you want is like a Christmas themed birthday party. Yeah. You're like, oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, this I mean it's freaking awesome to have your birthday near Halloween because you can like, especially I love horror, so it's like my two favorite things: being born and Halloween. Well, and plus, like, Halloween, you get candy, but you don't get presents. The problem with Christmas or Hanukkah or, you know, whatever your deal is, uh, you get presents. So then you, like, get less for your birthday. It's like a mix yeah. versus Halloween. You get the presents. 
You get to dress up. And you get the candy. You get candy. And then you get the power. Have you ever <laughs> have you ever had like a, a candy, like Halloween candy birthday cake? Because now I want no, one of those. I, I did not. Can we like... make one? <laughs> this year's the year. Just put like candy this is the year for Maddie I mean, to make you a Halloween birthday cake and then ship it to you, or I'll just eat it and or, like yeah, or, you, you know what? I just remembered that my birthday is also in Halloween. If Maddie wants to ship me a cake, that's the thing I just remembered. <laughs> my It'll do really well. My friend's up. birthday is right after Halloween. You can ship me one too. Everybody gets uh, a cake. You get a cake. You get a you cake. Get a cake. Everyone gets a cake. It's a cake. I think this could be like a new Halloween tradition, like Halloween cake. Halloween birthday cake specifically. Creepy cake. I don't know. I like, I like alliteration. <laughs> so like has that like okay, so as a kid you had Halloween birthdays. As an adult, like do you still like uh sort of apply your birthday to Halloween and Halloween to your birthday? As an adult, it's actually harder. <laughs> I think because like Everything's I try to as an adult. I know. I try to like <laughs> plan a party and then everybody's like, Oh, I got a Halloween party that weekend. I can't make it. <gasps> no. And I'm like, but mine is a Halloween and birthday party. Also, like, what kind of friends are those? They should be saving like the Saturday around Halloween for you. I know, but like usually like well, this the Saturday after my birthday this year is Halloween, so yeah. I think I'm probably going to celebrate it the week before. But it's like I try to incorporate the season. Like one year, I was like, "Let's go up to Apple Valley and pick apples and shit," Ooh. and then I, now I'm like, "Oh, it's all burned to the ground." Oh no! Yeah. Did it really? Oh yeah, yeah it did. That's so sad. I really wanted to go and I never did. I know there were like a lot of different <laughs> ones up there. You guys so. can come over to Colorado. I think we have some. I'm going to find them. Don't worry. Um, yeah. So Apple Apple Valley. Like, yeah, it's sad. Those apple trees burnt down. I'm sad about the apple trees. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I try to like, I, well, I think last year, um, Tyler was there. I, we tried to go pick pumpkins and then oh. um, I told everybody to try to bring something weird that was pumpkin spice flavored. Oh, oh that's a good one. What was the weirdest thing? Let's see, I found butter, Kit Kats. I think I still have Pop-Tarts. I just never ate them you, all. You still have I mean, them? I mean, they're Pop-Tarts. They don't go bad. Like, do they? Yeah, no. yeah, I, I think they do. Uh, I would not oh. eat those. Uh, Falco disagreed. Falco, do you have experience with expired Pop-Tarts? <laughs> Um, not pumpkin spice ones. <laughs> <laughs> Say one of my favorite subtle jokes on that show, uh, Last Man on Earth, um, was that clearly like we're years after the apocalypse now, and whenever you see them like making sandwiches, they're using pop tarts for bread because they don't have bread anymore. But they like make regular it's, sandwiches with pop tarts because of course they're gonna have pop tarts. It's not. <laughs> it's not that it goes like it's not that it tastes bad. It just becomes really. Really, really, really hard. Yeah, like I could see it like a cracker or something. Like it just yeah, kind of goes yeah. Stale. It just, it just, it, like it takes a while to get there. So you're probably good for a while, but then, it, then it eventually, it eventually gets there. Pumpkin spice Cheerios at Trader Joe's. Yeah, I've seen those. That could be good. That could. They be were good. a little too sweet for me, and I love everything pumpkin. So that's that was kind of a disappointment. But everything else, I got, I got cookies. I got mm. pumpkin spice covered pretzels. I got actual yeah. pumpkins. 
Yeah. I'm ready. Pumpkin spice chapstick. Is that a thing? Because I want it. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah, that's yeah. a thing. Yeah. I have a pumpkin apple candle burning right now. Oh. Uh, I'm living my best pumpkin life right now. I am basic white girl all the way. All right. I don't want to turn this into the pumpkin podcast because I'm sure there's already a dozen of those. <laughs> I'm sorry. So I'm going to I'm gonna move us on a little down the road, okay? So now what I want to hear, let's stay, I want to stick with our childhood here. Yeah. I want each of you to tell me what your favorite Halloween costume that you wore as a kid was. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> this is going to be I have, I, have I have two. One's, one's really nice and the other one is, is fine except for what? What I did with the costume afterwards. Uh, okay, so, start with that. You want me to start with the bad one or the good one? <laughs> the good one. Start with the good one and then yeah, move to the bad one. The good one was is I when I was uh, I think I think it was nine. I I got a really nice uh, mobster like outfit. It was it was like pinstripes and I had like a fake Tommy gun and all kinds of stuff. That one I really liked, um, just because I was getting kind of into like like mob things at the time because uh, I, you know, I, I was growing up and I was a Sicilian kid and I'm like, I you know, I like the mafia and your dad's like, Oh yeah, yeah, that's, that's nice. Uh, <laughs> don't actually get into the mafia or anything. Uh, you can do it for one day a year. On yeah, right, exactly. Exactly. So that, that was, that was probably my favorite costume. Uh, my favorite, favorite costumes kid. I had another one though. Uh, that was, I think, I think two years prior I was like seven. I was really, really into uh, Power Rangers, and I really wanted to be the Red Ranger. So I got the Red Ranger costume, Jason. It was a really it's good. Bad. It was a good. It was a good Red Ranger costume. Uh, two things happened. Though. one, I was really excited because I told my friend at the time uh, that I was going to be Jason for Halloween. Oh no. <laughs> He said he was also going to be Jason for Halloween. And I thought we were going to match. <laughs> and he was definitely Jason. He was not he was not the Red Ranger though. <laughs> so that was that was a funny one. Uh but Wow, you you thought you were you were both on like first first name basis yeah, with the right, Power Ranger. Right, like, right. I'm going to be Jason. You know, his well, machete, I'm going to be Tommy. His, yeah, his machete was not <laughs> it was not the same. <laughs> But that's, that's not the worst thing. part about that. Did, did he play the machete like a flute at any point? I, you know, if he if he did, I would have been impressed. I don't think so. <laughs> but um, the 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 sad part is what happened afterwards. I still had the costume because they thought it was cool, and me being seven years old and being dumb was uh, was a big thing. Uh, <laughs> I'm so scared about where this is going. I saw two kids that I normally kind of knew, but they were bullies. You know, they bullied me around. Hmm. I saw them outside my house. I thought I could fight them as the Red Ranger. So I put, yeah, you I, thought you were imbued with the powers of yeah, the costume. exactly. So I went out there. We're going to summon your Megazord. <laughs> so you saw Bulk and Skull outside of your house. I saw Bulk and Skull outside <laughs> my house. I put the... I put the costume on. Oh. I went out there to fight them. I, oh. I didn't last three minutes, you know. <laughs> oh. The good thing was is they didn't. They they just kind of like 
beat me up and then left me there. They didn't, they didn't even let's, take off my mask. Let's talk about the fact that you didn't approach them while you were dressed as a gangster, but you did approach them dressed as a Power Ranger. Well, that was two years later. and I, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, also, I mean, let's maybe. be real, which one is stronger, obviously, Power Ranger. <laughs> I mean, the gangster had a Tommy gun. They could have ended that. Very true. And, uh, you know, if, if they were still around two years after that, I probably would have. Uh, maybe not. <laughs> but I tried, and I failed spectacularly i'm so sorry hey it's okay it's the same year that i decided to play lightsabers with baseball bats so you know oh i bet that had a great ending too yeah my (laughs) my eye hurt pretty bad um (laughs) but that's that's off that's off off the topic so those two are probably my favorite (laughs) the one that was actually like the fun cool one and the one that i decided i was going to try and be uh an actual power ranger and there's all right <laughs> nikki what what about you so um i had a dinosaur costume and i insisted on wearing it every year and then i got to the point where i couldn't but i still insisted on wearing it <laughs> isn't that like I the remember... most dramatic moment of your childhood like when you grow out of your favorite costume i know like i cried like i just really wanted to wear my dinosaur costume. I don't know. Do any of you read um, Cyanide or Hyperbole and a Half? It's a yeah. comic. Sounds Some of it. Um, she wrote a book and she had a dinosaur costume too. Aww. And she wore it all around the house and like terrorized like freaking Godzilla. And like they <laughs> tried to tear the costume away from her. I was like that. I was like so obsessed this dinosaur costume and like and the thing is like i grew up in the suburbs of chicago so halloween time it's freaking cold it's like raining it's like negative a lot of times it snowed on halloween for me so you can't just wear your costume you have to (laughs) wear like layers underneath it so like this particular night it was like freezing rain on halloween and I'm like, but I fit. And she, my mom's like, not without a sweatshirt or a jacket underneath <laughs> it. Aww. I'm like, no. <laughs> and then the next year I was like, well, I'm going to be cool. I'm just going to wear a bloody mask. <laughs> Dang. And, and then like, and then like, I don't know. I got into this like thing where I'm too old for trick or treating. And I didn't trick or treat mm-hmm. from like middle school to high school. Cause I thought I was too cool. Rookie mistake, man. <laughs> I, know, yeah, I, know. I was dumb. <laughs> we did. I like w- me and my friends. We did trick or treating up until I think sophomore year of high school. That's impressive. We're way too old for it, but you know, yeah, Don't lose we, we do. Dreams. Yeah, we kept I'd that like... candy that candy train rolling. <laughs> A side note: I was always very excited to the point when I lived someplace and I could give. Uh, treats to trick-or-treaters and in college I finally we rented a house and I was like I'm gonna decorate it I'm gonna have trick-or-treaters so fucking excited and the first ding-dong happens and I open the door and it's three high schoolers dressed as juggalos <laughs> no <laughs> was like, welcome to adulthood this is what it's really like I was like <laughs> oh um Okay, 
I, I, mean, I'm like, I, I, I think that juggalos are surprisingly wholesome. Honestly, I, I'm not into that scene, but like from what I've seen, they just seem like they're having, they're living their best life. They, they seem like they're very supportive of each other. I think that's, <laughs> I like that. Them. I like juggalos. I just, well, I just wanted some, some kids and maybe some whole, some Pikachu costumes. <laughs> <laughs> Did you uh, make them explain their costumes? That's what, that's my policy when like teenagers come to the door with trick-or-treaters. Yes. I make them explain their costume. And if that's they have a good amazing. explanation, then they get candy. What do you say? You like, what are you? I'm like, okay, tell me, tell me what you're dressed as. And a lot of them will like, even if they're like completely like, not even just half-assing it, like quarter-assing it, <laughs> they, they'll get a good answer. They'll be like, they're- they could just say they're dressed banker. like I'm like all right, sure. like a serial killer because you know serial killers just they look, look like, like normal anyone. people. Yeah. yeah, that's the scariest <laughs> thing of all. I'm Ted Bundy. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! And then I always because I because I'm older, you know, I'm like in my 40s now. Um, I always was am very impressed with myself when I can recognize a costume. It's not like, like I like oh I was over the moon when I recognized an Attack on Titan costume that came oh, to my door. I was like. Are you from Attack on Titan? And they're like, yes. Yeah. So I was like, I nailed it. I nailed it. <laughs> All right. Well, so Tony, like, what do you have a like a costume that was like your favorite as a kid? Uh, yeah. So I also have kind of the same thing as Falco, which is I had a um a good costume and and sort of a not so good costume. Uh, and I'll start with the not so good costume. It was my personal favorite as a kid. Um, but it wasn't my best. My personal favorite as a kid was a costume of my own invention called Count Birdula. It was yes. a parrot, but I wanted to wear um, vampire teeth and a vampire cape. So I was <laughs> Count Birdula. So it was like this elaborate <laughs> parrot costume that was also a vampire. And the fact that, like, I don't know, I think a bird with teeth is kind of fucking scary. Look at geese. Am I allowed to <laughs> yeah. swear on this podcast? I'm sorry. I'm, I'm like, all right. <laughs> if we're not, Tyler will edit it out for okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. Just, just bleep me. So that was um, my favorite was, and I had to explain to everyone what Count Birdula like was, which is a like parrot, but also Dracula. And then my probably best cons that my mom likes to tell people about. This is like an embarrassing story she tells to everyone. When I was three or four, she asked me what I wanted to go as because I was old enough to like kind of have an idea. And I said, I didn't understand that a costume is supposed to be a representation of a thing. This is before my cosplay days. So I said, <laughs> I want to be interesting. Yes. <laughs> and I wouldn't and let you this, are to this day. I wouldn't let the idea go. So she kept saying, like, no, like you're supposed to like dress up and people give you candy for dressing up. And I'm like, right, I don't see a problem with this abstraction. So on Halloween night, and I wouldn't explain what it was, but just Halloween night, I put on everything that I thought was interesting and yes. did like my own face makeup and it was just a mess. And so a lot of people thought I was a clown that year, but if they asked me what I was, I told every single person, I was like, I'm interesting. Cause I just thought that that was like the best thing that you could be when I was four. That is like so much big kid energy. I love it. <laughs> do you have a photo of this? I do. I do somewhere. And it's like, it's like, it, You're gonna it just find it. And we're going to post it to the GGG. I will, I will ask my mother. Cause I'm seeing her next weekend. She yes. loves to tell people about the year that I was interesting. That's so great. That's Everybody here, if you have a photo of you and your kids in your favorite costume that you're mentioning, 
Let's. Share oh yeah, we could turn it into the Instagram story. I need. Okay. I need. I need to say this. I'm excited because I'm. <laughs> I'm a new. Like a, a just quick diversion that I'm. So I'm a new dad, and that's exciting. And I've got a baby, and my baby yes. is ten months old, and uh, mm -hmm. we're dressing him up like a pumpkin. There's no trick or treating because yes. of COVID. But but one of my strongest held most sacred beliefs is that the first year of a child's life, they need to be dressed as a pumpkin. That is the standard baby costume. They're supposed to be a pumpkin. I I feel confused when I see babies that aren't pumpkins. I mean, it's like. like in I'm with you, but also like now that Baby Yoda's a thing, that is the only. Oh, that's true. Every I'm, I have two dogs, and they will both be Baby Yoda, and I'm not mad about it. And when I have Just, children, they'll also be Baby Yoda. If it were October and it was Baby Yoda trick or treating, I would want Baby Yoda dressed as a pumpkin. I just think the <laughs> the, <laughs> the pumpkin yes. is very critical to me. And we can't even do trick-or-treating because of, of COVID and it's not – it's in, in Los Angeles, there's no trick-or-treating. So it's just like literally stuffing him into a pumpkin costume and sitting there like staring intently at him. Like this is Are a moment. Are you going to do like a <laughs> This is a moment. Shoot. You have to like put a few pumpkins around and then have him like as a pumpkin in the pumpkin patch. Send yes. me these pictures, please. Yes. So, so yeah, if, if we're going to like be showing off pictures of me as a baby dressed as interesting, then <laughs> I also want to go ahead and just plug my baby who is Please. awesome. He's a very cool baby and he's dressed as a pumpkin this year. And that's What's exciting. Calvin. Calvin. Calvin the pumpkin. So I just, I, I think it's really, Obsessed. you know, it's exciting that you go from like getting candy to giving out candy to ha to going back to stealing your children's candy. It's sort of the circle <laughs> of life. I love it. Yeah. This does, is does Calvin, I was does Calvin have a Hobbs? Um, actually he does. We went 10 months with no Hobbs and then someone finally got us a stuffed tiger because like everyone kept trying to push. We, we were like, no, no, we met Calvin, like the humanist. And they were like, <laughs> no, no. Calvin, like the kid with the tiger, we're like, no, no, we met Calvin, like the guy from the Bible who calls she bears to devour his bullies. They're like, no, no, Calvin and Hobbes. So we did end up with a bunch of tigers, but that wasn't our intention. We, we just that. like, we just like the name. <laughs> nice. All right. So, so Maddie, what's, what was your favorite Halloween costume as a kid? Yeah, I feel like I have to give a shout out to, um, if any of you guys are familiar with Madeline, the little French girl. <gasps> Yes. Um, my name, I'm Maddie, but my real name is Madeline. Um, but I would only be called Madeline for like years because of Madeline, the little French girl, which is ironic because I'm actually like French and she's Madeline and in France, it's Madeleine. So I don't really know what was happening with that, but I was here for it. And so I obviously had to be her for like a couple different years, which is basically just like a blue trench coat and like a little hat and wig. And I looked ridiculous. But my big costume which was like formative for me um <laughs> my mom has always wanted me to be me to be like way more girly than I am which is ironic because my favorite color is pink and I love sparkles um <laughs> but like I also like Marvel and comics and you know video games and growing up I really loved Darkwing Duck like Darkwing Duck was my thing holy um, crap yeah. we would have been best friends Darkwing yes. Duck DuckTales uh, Darkwing Duck yes. The whole thing where, uh, like, what was his thing? He said, time to be dangerous or something. Yeah. Let's and get let's, dangerous. Yes, let's, get, let's dangerous. get dangerous. And I would put a towel on and then jump off the refrigerator. And yes. I, like, I like broke my face, like, three times oh, doing Darkwing no. Duck. 
I, I love Darkwing Duck. I was not that daring. But yes, like me too. And I wanted to be Darkwing Duck. Darkwing Duck, super bad. And the Disney store had like, I, I feel like distinctly I remember it being $60, which is like a lot of money in the 90s. Um, and my mom was like, it's way too expensive. And also that costumes for boys. Um, and I was like, mm, it's Darkwing Duck. It's for me. Uh, and so we had this like big fight. And like for months every day, I would just be like, can I get the Darkwing Duck costume? And like finally she cracked like right before Halloween and bought it for me. And I had like little yellow like knee socks for my duck feet. And I had the big hat and the trench coat. And it was like the coolest thing ever. And there's a photo of me just like being my best self. Um, and I like very distinctly remember that Halloween because I defied gender norms and was Darkwing Duck, the coolest character ever. <laughs> that, oh my awesome. God, I would have given I'm, up my dinosaur I'm costume. I'm jealous. <laughs> I'm very, Thank very you. jealous that I never even thought of going as Darkwing Duck. Like I played Darkwing Duck and dressed up as Darkwing Duck, but I never yeah. went as Darkwing Duck for Halloween. And yeah, I know like, there. I realize it's a mistake, you know, like, yeah. It's just you have a lot of regret, regrets as an adult. <laughs> you know, it's never too late. You could be Darkwing Duck today. Yeah, you right. Know? It's never That's too it. late. That's when Wonder comes. How many, your hero, how many days Duck. till Halloween? I'm gonna. We're you doing got, this. like a whole month. Like make it happen. Sixteen yeah. days. I got <laughs> this. Days. I'm I believe Darkwing in you. Duck. It is. I'm so excited. Awesome. <laughs> this is a yeah, fun I was gonna say challenge. like the, the full circle piece too. Like we just bought a house and like. It is so exciting, like, getting to give out. Like, I've lived in an apartment pretty much my whole life since being a kid. Um, And so to get to, like, pass out candy, which obviously it's COVID, but I, like, spent way too much money at Sam's Club. And then I, like, put them all in these little Halloween treat baggies. Just get a trebuchet. Um, Launch it at the children safely. (laughs) (laughs) I already deeply appreciate you for historical context because I was a history major, so I'm here with you. Um, But yeah, I'm going to like lay them out. My plan is to like bring out a table or just lay them out on the lawn and like let them come pick them up, um, which is kind of lame. I say candy shoot. I mean, have a house, build a candy shoot. I'll have my dog like bring it to them. (laughs) (laughs) They're going to go home with the dog. Yeah, just, I mean, wow, this is the best house. They're going to be like, that house is giving away puppies Puppy. for Halloween. Uh, I don't know. He's kind of a terror. I'm not sure if they're going to want it. <laughs> it's terrible. We're going to, um, I'm excited though. He has like a Spider Man costume that my fiance, Brandon, also from Indie Comics, um, he says he doesn't know what he's going to be, but he's going to be Spider Man like he is every year. Um, <laughs> and so I'm going to try to dress up the dog. And then the other dog is Baby Yoda because I get to choose. <laughs> So, okay, so for my favorite Halloween costume that I wore as a kid, I one year went as Ghost Rider. This is 90s Ghost Rider. Um, I didn't (laughs) have a leather jacket, but I had a black satin jacket. Um, And then um, my dad had the uh, Oriental Trading Company catalog, which is all like the best cheap, yeah, yeah cheap junk from china essentially i love that um, catalog as a kid oh yeah so i got all the sweet like punk wristbands that had the spikes on it and like, yes. had, like a studded belt had like my bike chain as his chain but instead of doing something kind of simple like maybe just having a skeleton mask and doing like i don't know like maybe a cardboard cutout for flames i decided that i was going to have my face painted like a skull and get a bright orange like Big. I have my my sister who was you know like a, a metalhead girl, so she had big hair. Um, use all of her Aquanet to spray paint it up. So I had this huge, huge orangey, flaming wig 
thing going on with like gray sweatpants and I wore my black like snow boots because I grew up in Montana. So we had our, our snow boots and it was fine. We did like mall trick or treating that year because <laughs> um, this was kind of the transition from like neighborhood to doing like more safe mall stuff. Yeah. But by the end of the night, it literally just looked like the drag queen divine. <laughs> like my makeup was all smeared. My wig had like fallen because like, <laughs> you know, amazing. Like, it's not going to hold up the whole night. I just Another thing that we need a picture ridiculous. of. Yeah. You know, the saddest thing is, because this is how old it was. This pictures yeah. were taken on Kodak film, but none yeah. of them turned out. No. no, Sally. There are no pictures of my we'll Ghost Rider costume in 1992. I think, but yeah, Ghost Rider Halloween. Sadly, so you said Ghost Rider. I and you said 90s, and for a second, I thought you meant Ghost Rider, the like PBS the show. Yes, <laughs> yes. I went as when as the cast of Ghost Rider, but uh, kind of along the same lines as the conceptual, I want to be interesting this year for Halloween. <laughs> One year I did go as Sesame Street, like the street street. But as I was the personification of Sesame Street, uh, you I guys represented are way too the character. Me, <laughs> um, yeah, I, it's weird. I was I must have been like five or six because I had a pretty dope Big Bird jacket, like zip up hoodie jacket. Um, that was like yellow and fuzzy. So it was like big bird fur and the back of the hoodie was big bird's face. Uh, Mm. and then I had like, uh, I think I had an Ernie backpack and I had like a Kermit the frog hand puppet and a stuffed like super Grover. And I went to a costume contest as Sesame street and I did not win. And I (laughs) cried. I'm so sorry. Oh. I lost to kids I, who were very good clowns. I also spent a good deal of my childhood dressing as Rose Lupin, who was the character I made up from Harry Potter. <laughs> um, so you know, there's also that. That happened like way too late in my life, like with, through middle school, probably. <laughs> who are you supposed to be? I'm my own creation. Yeah, I'm my own fan fiction. I would just tell people I was from Harry Potter, but yeah, like I was legitimately. First of all, my fa- I I wrote a fan fiction. Uh, the title was in Dalmatian font back when like computers were new and f- cool fonts were like the thing. And it was yeah. called real quick yeah. before you tell us what the fanfic is. I just want to say that although I know that you mean it was a font, I like to imagine it was like a PowerPoint slide. Like <laughs> it like it like swooped in. It was like yeah. an animated title. If I and now, now I want to know that, what the title is. Yeah. If, if I had the ability to do that, that's what it would have been. Um, I only had like word processing at that point. <laughs> I was lucky to get there, but it was called, I kid you not, my Harry Potter fan fiction. Nice. <laughs> like just straight to the point. That oh, you know, it, it was my life work for a long time. <laughs> oh no. It's it, a powerful it, thing. I'll be real, I'm just relieved that you didn't say my immortal. <laughs> oh. It was I was before that. I inspired. No, <laughs> no actually she was uh spoiler alert, she and Harry Potter got engaged on the train to Hogwarts seventh year. It was like first through seventh year, full romance story. It's very real. Oh, that is mm-hmm. that's romantically sad. Yeah. It was beautiful. And this was before the movies came out, mind you. It was just about the books. I think I it's sweet. Serious. It's like wholesome cringe. I think that's <laughs> Thank you. you yeah. I want to know. Okay, I'm going to yeah. put you on the spot now on Uh-oh. this podcast. Uh, <laughs> do you still write fan fiction? 
I used to, but I don't anymore. I'm boring oh, now. Oh, see, I unapologetically totally write fan fiction. And I try to elevate the genre. Yeah. And, and like, I don't care. I'm just, I'm an 80s kid. I'm in like my <laughs> 30s and I'm married and I have a baby and I'm like so responsible. And then it's like, so what's your thing? And I'm like, I like to write, I like to write fan fiction. What's I like to write. What's your favorite, like, like, sto- like what, what universe? Uh, so what's your jam? Uh, a lot of Marvel, but I wrote a prequel to Umbrella Academy. So if anyone nice. wants to know how they like left the Academy since they never really talked about, or like how Ben died. I just wrote a prequel. It's not romantic. It's just completely canonical with both the, I'm sorry. I'm like kind of, I'm, I'm kind of like ad advertising a little bit, but <laughs> I'm very Where proud of it. Where can we find it? It's, here's, yeah, it's on archive of our own. Um, and uh, if people look up my profile, I think they can, it's called Ties That Bind. And my name on um, archive of our own is I, Tony, like, I like I'm an iPhone, but my name is Tony T O N Y, and it's just straight up a canonical prequel, and it is a novel. It is a full on book That's length, amazing. like a hundred thousand words of novel length canonical. How long does it take? You to write? I was gonna be my question is if it was formatted in prose. I always th- I do have to I do have to say I always find it weird when people do yeah like would they they go outside the format because i'm like umbrella Academy is a comic right it is a comic well you know it's a comic and there was a show and i um i'm i can't draw i can't draw or act so i write so i just wrote a book and and i sort of saw the movie in my head and i sort of imagine it is or if you read the comics it it is canon compliant with both i smashed both in there because i don't care i'm a renegade like that (laughs) Well, that's what I love about fanfic, though, is, like, it's actually really hard in a way because it's, like, you can write your own world really easily, but you actually have to fit something within another world and be creative. It's All right, yeah, really... you have to use the the, um, the toys in the toolbox. See, I, yeah. think, I feel like it's cheating because you don't have to establish your character. Yeah, whoever, is, whoever is reading it, they know who the characters are. So I don't need to, like, spend – I try to spend time on character development, but at the end of the day – I'm building on what people can already picture in their heads. So I but feel like it's true to that character. Yeah, but I don't know. I, I feel like characterization is just the cornerstone of writing. And that's why it's easy. If you know the character, the story writes itself. Because the character just does what they're going to do. Yeah, I agree. Like, I tried writing fan... Well, first I tried writing my own fiction. And then I, I was, like, so um, overwhelmed by like world building and everything and I'm like no nah, I think I'm just gonna retreat to my my weeaboo status <laughs> and write some classic Inuyasha fan fiction self insert smut <laughs> yes my queen I, I, uh, I like don't uh, yeah no it's I, I do want to emphasize uh, that it's like not it's not a slash. It's not smut. It's just a complete, it's just a novel. And it's weird. Cause I feel like whenever my, cause it, the franchise got real popular. So like my partner's like, Oh man, you got to read this like amazing prequel. And then people's first question is usually like, so is it, is there smut? Is there like, <laughs> is it? and, and it's like, I have nothing against the genre. I think it's cool. It's just that we have to specify that although it's fan fiction, it's actually canonical. And it's like, written as a book and you could just download a pdf and be like this is cool 
That's it's, awesome. It's also exciting. It's exciting when people tell me that they just spent the weekend reading my book and they're like, oh, this is my headcanon now. And I'm like, yeah, you're infected. Right. I did. I did used to like post stuff online and there was one, not the Harry Potter one. That was a long time ago. But uh, somebody was like, I cried reading this. And I was like, yes, this is all I have. Oh, when you break someone's heart, <laughs> you feel very powerful. Oh, that's Speaking awesome. of. All right. We're going to, we're going to jump back. How we're going to jump back into the spooky realm. <laughs> <laughs> so, so not as to so as not to have this be too long of a segment of another show um since we were talking about costumes and trick-or-treating let's get into the great halloween candy debate discussion so let's talk about first of all your personal favorite halloween candy mm. and then we're going to talk about candy corn take it or leave it all right, Falco, we haven't heard from you in a while. I want to hear what your favorite. I was I was just so entranced by the, the weird fan fiction and things going on. Oh, so uh, now we're weird. Thanks, yeah, Falco. Yeah, respect. Give us some respect. I, I, hey, no, I didn't say respect you were weird. Respect on our names. Just, uh, fan fiction is weird. Even if that's the our case, then it just makes me weird, too. No I, candy I... for Falco. Falco, <laughs> if we were giving trick. you candy. You get the trick. <laughs> I, you didn't even let me talk about my fan fiction, so <laughs> thanks. Uh, anyway. It's about candy. <laughs> no, no, you don't, you don't get to hear it now because you took wow. away my candy. <laughs> what is your favorite candy? Yes. <laughs> Free candy. Actually, you know what? I take that back. There's one candy I don't like. Okay, tell us what your non-favorite candy is. Candy corn. Oh, oh he's coming down hard. No. That's not like candy corn. All right, fair enough. Fair enough. No, Say, Maddie, okay, what's your favorite but, Halloween candy? Falco, do you like the pumpkin-shaped candy corn? Nah. Okay, you're dead to me. <laughs> I see. I'm not big on candy corn. Like, I I don't not like it, but it's not like it's just sugar cubes. Yeah. Um, but I love. There's something about the ones that are shaped like pumpkins that I am about. It's it's kind of like you're like your brain here's the thing i literally don't think they taste different i think that it's like a psychological thing and you Probably. already told us that you're like a pumpkin spice pumpkin person <laughs> that's true i but actually no. i i don't like the pumpkin ones but i do like that's the true. candy corn ones I the pump- we were that's best. probably a question of like volume you know like the candy corn and the pumpkin, the pumpkin ones the are like candy- double the amount of candy there's like yeah. triple but you eat, i eat them in bites Ugh. Oh, so that's weird. Oh, that's pumpkin. so I like, weird. I like chomping into them. Do you bite that's them? people who take like take sashimi Wait. and make it into like two bites. Do you like take? Do you like take the stem off or do you bite no, it? No, like, like right down the middle. Oh Jesus! <laughs> Can we like kick her off? How do we mute her? How do I mute someone else? It's they're delicious. I don't know what's wrong with you. I mean, no. but, but okay, but okay. Outside of the pumpkin candy corns, Maddie, what's your favorite Halloween candy? <sighs> I like them all. I'm I, I just love chocolate. So like any kind of chocolate, regular Hershey's, Twix, Kit Kat. I don't like like uh, um the uh, fruity candies very much. I feel like that's feel the like... big Halloween divide. Is like, do you like the fruity candy or the chocolate candy? Because then you you mix them together, and then the chocolate candy starts to taste like the fruity candy, and it's very it's frustrating to me. What's up with those strawberry? ones you guys know the ones the one that grandma oh, has the, the <laughs> those ones, are not the bad ones that come in the wrapping that look like strawberry? yeah they're yeah. like the wrapping looks like a strawberry and then it looks sort of it's like a cough drop but it has little bumps they're good I think. no they're not 
they're all right. Uh, they're full of think- jelly. Yeah, they they sort of it's like jelly, but it's jelly from like the 1920s. I don't know what's going on like with the shit inside of those. Tiniest I little. Stand, I can't stand things really like. I don't know if it's like the texture. I don't like the surprise. I don't. I don't <laughs> like it. I didn't even like gushers when I was a kid. I was like, no, no don't give me those. Good. Can't do it. Can't do it. Uh, here's a here's an idea. Gushers acceptable Halloween give out or no? Would you guys be excited to get like gushers or I would love to get gushers. Were, were they but they weren't individually wrapped, were they? No. No, yeah. they're like in a little package. Yeah, they're like yeah. a little pouch. So if someone gave me a full package of gushers, 100% best house. You want like a- Other than the house that gives puppies. <laughs> he wants like a pallet, a pallet of gushers. Could you imagine like doing like a 90s Halloween where you just passed out like Gushers and like Capri Sun and Fruit Roll Up? Oh, that's know Zots? Oh, that's old school. Uh, yeah, I had like I got a candy bag at like some event and like it had there Zots, Zots in, it, in it. Whoa. Yep. I didn't think those were around anymore. Do they? They don't still make those. Well, yeah, I, they're one of the they're like a specialty because like all candies ever still are made. It's just whether or not you can get them in whatever region you live in. And sometimes you have to go to like specialty candy stores to get them. Like um, so it's, uh, I think most of us are either familiar with Los Angeles or used to live here or still live here. There's Galco's soda pop stop, mm. um, which is like, they have all these different kinds of sodas from around the world. They also have like a candy selection of all the hard to find candies. Uh, you guys want to hear it? Yeah, you, you can get your fact. For all the what, history, what for all the history buffs. So, and I know this because of like Captain America for some reason, because I did a bunch of research on what candies are canonical. Like, did you write you a know, fanfic about Halloween? America? No, I. Here's the thing: <laughs> it was for a fanfic, but that's not important. Yeah, I, I knew it. I know. My I people. really, I care about historical <laughs> accuracy deeply, yeah. and yeah. I think that Captain America is a very interesting character because MCU doesn't explore the culture shock of mm. moving ahead a hundred years and like. You know, Steve's never seen a microwave. If that thing blinks on 12, it just blinks forever. He doesn't know how to set his microwave clock. <laughs> so M&M's. M&M's are like a very interesting candy. They came out in the 1940s. And when they were released, they came in a little cardboard tube. And uh, the colors included tan and purple. Oh. Isn't that weird? I don't like that. No, no, no one did. That's why there's no more tan. Or purple. <laughs> I feel like purple's cool, but like, why, why tan? Why do you want to tan? Oh, I have an M&M Ooh. story, by the way, from my own childhood, which is that I remember the year they released the blue M&Ms. I don't know. Oh, what yeah. I remember that. Okay, I like so, the slutty green one. Uh, yeah, she's so she's such. She a is crazy. sex positive. She's not <laughs> slutty. I, I'm reclaiming slutty. I like her confidence. Yeah. But, but when they released the blue ones, I remember I was at like the local swimming pool and I got a pack of M&M's, peanut M&M's from a vending machine, oh. opened it, bam, blue ones. I lost my, I lost my, my cool. Cause I, I was a little kid <laughs> and I don't know if you guys do this where you sort the M&M's into colors and then eat them by color grouping. They taste an, the same. Yeah. I know they taste the same. I'm just, I'm an M&M segregationist. I'm not proud of that. It, it's who I am. That is my truth that I live. I so, like uh, diversity and inclusion. I ate all my mums together. It's fine. Well, I ate all the blue um, ones. And then I went to my mom and I was like, yo, there's like blue M&Ms. And they're so cool. She's like, well, where are they? I'm like, I ate them. And my mom, 
my mom completely deadpan and said, there's a contest. And if you find the pack with the blue M&Ms, you win a million dollars. But if you ate them, you don't get a million dollars. And oh I, I like flipped out. I, I totally bought it. She got me so good. She pranked me. I cried. It was horrible. <laughs> and so like, Imagine, like pranking me. I, I don't do that with pranks. I, I'm too I, That's amazing. Good for yeah, you. Yeah, I, I completely fell for it. And I was like way too old to have fell for it. I don't know what <laughs> year this was, but like I believed her. I thought I and, – and so I sort of associate blue M&Ms with not getting a million dollars. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's, they're depressing. Blue they're depressing. depressing. Could you like sort those ones and then like eat them first or like get um, rid of them? Well, we were talking about candy. And the truth is I don't like chocolate. What? I know. Um. I, I don't like chocolate and I feel like culturally everyone's supposed to like chocolate. And for a very long time, I, I wanted to like chocolate. You're not the first person I've met that doesn't like chocolate, but um, it, it, it makes me, me, it makes me feel just sick. I hate it. I hate all kinds of it's chocolate. Literally my favorite thing. I could eat it all day, every day. Um, Same. And the only things I really like are like chocolate that isn't chocolate. Like, so peanut M&Ms, it's like, mm. I actually would bite off the coating and I just wanted the, the peanuts. That's- the most disgusting thing I've ever heard. And of. like Heath bars. <laughs> I really like you you guys know Heath bars? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. I just want the toffee. And I don't want the chocolate. I want the toffee. Like and then so my disturbed. husband was like, So you like Werther's originals? And I was like, Yeah. And I just found myself like I'm ancient and I'm like defending Werther's originals. <laughs> and I'm defending like saltwater taffy and uh what's that Halloween candy? That it's like taffy, but it's not taffy. And it comes in um, orange black, black? black and orange yeah, wax paper, but it's unla- there's no label. Yeah, it's peanut butter taffy. That's yeah, suspicious. it's peanut butter taffy, and it's terrible, and it's chalky. It's so bad. But I loved that stuff when I was a kid. <laughs> I'm overwhelmed by this. I like I like Werther's. Yeah, I yeah. like Werther's. I, I honestly, I would rather get like, I would rather get, my favorite candy is Atomic Fireballs. I, I like spicy, <laughs> I like spicy candy and I like savory candy, like, and you don't really see that a lot in American culture. Like, see, like, like, spicy candy is good. We don't have enough spicy candy. No. <laughs> I was weird. I was like that kid who liked getting a can of pop or money. In my bag, because I was like, "Oh, money! I can go buy the things I actually want." People give you money. I've never oh, gotten yeah. money. I like yeah. like an what, eraser like shaped like a cat. Um, I get like dollars. What? what? Where Dang, were you? you got soda pop cans and dollars. Who's giving dollar bills yeah. out for Halloween? <laughs> I would get. Sometimes I get like coupons for like a free personal pan pizza. What? Oh, I would. Get Where did you grow up? I grew up in uh, Northwest Indiana. It was like a five-minute drive from the you... Illinois border. Huh. Is that maybe that's the Midwest thing? That's people who forgot Halloween. Because when you forget Halloween and trick-or-treaters come to your door, you panic. And you give them a handful of, like, change and cough drops. <laughs> and, like, you just flip out. You're like, oh, God, what have I done? Well, that's like when you know you're getting older, too, and, like, your parents – start putting like dollar bills and stuff in your eggs at Easter 
like that was the what? best. Hell, my parents never did that. Are you serious? Oh yeah, I would oh, get my changed. mom always did that. Yeah, I get changed in a lot of them. Wow. And then every now and then, like dollar bills, and then like every now and then, like a five or a twenty or something. No, like, I got a basket, and it just kind of like make your kid go crazy. One year yeah. there were eggs. When there, there, there were eggs in my basket, and the next year there was just a piece of paper that said, "You're an adult. Act like it." Are you serious? No, I'm. I'm joking. There was oh, just one year, just like. Here's the thing: your mom has pulled stuff on you that, like, I would maybe buy. <laughs> one year it was just it was just filled with blue M and M's, and it just said, oh, gotcha. <laughs> and a note. One year, opened up and said, "Move out, and you're on your own for health insurance." It was really cruel. Right. Yeah, real rough. I turned 26, and that's what I got for my birthday. I, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. There was a year I stopped getting Easter baskets, but like, it didn't feel weird. I felt like, I felt like I just outgrew Easter baskets and I didn't think about it. And I sort of outgrew trick or treating as well. And I didn't, it didn't think about it. It wasn't a thing. My parents love to like, tell me the story about how like I, they found out that I'd known that Santa wasn't real for years and just kept like the front because I knew I'd get more presents if I was like cute and little. Aww. And they were like, we That's found manipulative. Out. It was. And they're <laughs> brilliant. Like, you have to respect. I was like, oh, it's Santa. My, my cover was blown. Mine <laughs> was blown so early. Really? Um, some, the twins I sat on the bus with, they, they told me in kindergarten. No, that's too young. I know. Oh. And I told my mom, and she was so pissed, she called their parents. When, when did when did you guys learn that Santa wasn't real? I was seven or eight. Yeah, I think I was probably first or second grade. And I remember on the playground, like like some some kids talking, and they just like very nonchalantly said, "Well, you know, Santa's not real." Um, and in my head, I remember balls. the moment where I was like, "Yeah, that makes sense." Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't have. No it wasn't a traumatic moment. It was very natural outgrowing. That when I was seven. I wanted to believe he was real, but sort of didn't. And then when I was eight, I just didn't. I learned from an episode of Ally McBeal. <laughs> that is the greatest. Should, that was why they were canceled. I don't remember. <laughs> they ruined right. Falco's innocence. And then my mother ran over to me and covered my ears like 10 seconds after the fact. It's like, you know, it's a little late. It's too late. <laughs> it's a little <laughs> late for that. Ally, why? Uh, all right, all right. We we are gonna start wrapping up now because no, we have diverged. The we have sixteen the days till Halloween, and we're gonna fill them up with conversation. We we did the exact same thing that the consumer markets do. We went past Halloween and into Christmas. Breeze right by. <laughs> really quick, like, can we have a lightning round where we say the Nightmare Before Christmas, Halloween movie or Christmas movie? Go, and you have to pick one. Both. No. I, I, just said, I just said you can't pick both. You can watch it from October 1st through December 31st. Incorrect. And I don't even really like that movie that much, unpopular opinion. It's really not that good. Thank you. I didn't say the it was idea. good. I said, is it scary? scary? Which it one is it? It's so scary. I do. I, I love it. It's a Halloween I, movie. I, it's, it's Christmas. Uh, it's a Christmas movie. I think I'm. I'm sorry. I, it's both, and I, you know, I worked at Disney, so I, I saw it from Halloween. Falco, where did you work <laughs> at Disney? I was a Jungle Cruise oh, skipper. I went you to- were a Jungle Cruise skipper. I got questions for you. We'll talk about it off the air some other time. We're gonna we're gonna we are gonna lightning round. I, uh, I am titillating bit. <laughs> I am declaring a host privilege here. 
This is lightning round because we haven't done enough talk about the horror movie, which is an essential part of Halloween. So everyone, this is is a no debate lightning round. Give your favorite Halloween movie. And then once we all go through, we can tear each other's apart for a moment before we wrap up. So we're going to start. Tony, favorite Hall- favorite horror movie? Uh, I'm going to be really quick, but I have to divide it between four. <laughs> I'm you, so you've serious. Got one. You've got one. I, I can't choose one. Please let me just, I'm going to go super fast. Uh, best psychological one is The Others. Best scary one is Oculus. The one that gave my partner nightmares that I really liked, but he didn't like, was the skeleton key, and the best meta one was Cabin in the Woods. All right, Nikki. Um, so for me, it, it's a classic. It's The Exorcist, and I Ooh. waited in line for three hours to get my twentieth anniversary Blu-ray signed by Linda Blair, and I cried the entire time. Aw, awesome. awesome. Addie. seven. Um, oh, but also, that's so good! Yeah, such a good it's, movie. It's not necessarily Halloween, but I always watch it around this time. And then it's a also, horror movie. Yeah, um, and then uh, Scream, Halloween Town, all of those. We watched Twitches the other day, which was great. <laughs> I'm not sorry. All right, I'll go. Uh, just between two, it would be uh, old classics. It'd be Halloween mm-hmm. for one. Yeah. I, I just like the whole dynamic between Laurie Strode and, and Michael Myers. But uh, my second is probably uh, uh, Nightmare Before, or sorry, Nightmare on Elm Street. I don't know why I said I Nightmare respect you for your, your classic horror. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, more more so. I also just because the Nightmare on Elm Street, it's got that premise that that really yeah. like, creeps me out. You know, being basically having to fight a dude in your dreams—that's like, real spooky. <laughs> yeah, like how do you how are you supposed to do that? <laughs> so those are my classics. Two. I took a um, slasher class in college, and it was the coolest thing ever. We just watched like how to write movies. slashers. Oh, like no, the we psychology watched the movie of slashers every week, and then talked about it. <laughs> I it was, was so confused because I that was the class. Like, what what, yeah. what was the learning component? I thought so, we were talking about fan fiction. I was like, they yeah, so that's slash. <laughs> what the Full fuck? Are you no, I, was um, very I, went to, no. I went to Berkeley, and you could do this thing called decals, which are like democratic education, but basically students could teach them so you just had to get a sponsor and then they were worth like one or two units like they were not worth very much but they were like kind of for fun um people learned how to teach and and could take fun classes and so i taught a few but i also one of my friends made this one on slashers so you would watch a film and then you also had like a discussion about it and the psychological elements and like what worked and what didn't and all these things it was awesome that i like that idea but man i i'm not good at like traditional jump i don't like jump scares I like it depends on what it is for me. I yeah. can't watch ghost movies. Okay, so oh. so Maddie, like what like what was the movie in in the class that kind of had the most impact on you? Oh my Do gosh. you remember? Actually, I think like Valentine's Day. I think it's called, <laughs> and it's like just this like just like I like slashers because there's something about them that like it just doesn't matter. It's all all about the like the killer and not about the victims which i think is the opposite of a normal story um and then that's also kind of why i like scream because i feel like scream like takes it in a different direction where you care more about the the people because really they're just kind of there to die in a slasher film which is awful but true um and they kind of <laughs> spun it on his head and i'm really mad that netflix only has scream 4 which is like the weird tv series <laughs> i'm mad about it yeah. i really watch them all and for some reason i don't have them on dvd and i'm sad <laughs> 
Happy Halloween, you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Happy Halloween. Happy spooks. So, is anyone doing anything on Halloween this year that they want to like talk up? Uh, I I wish. Like, I'm really bummed this year, to be honest. Like, so I've been in California for four years, and the only um, Halloweeny thing is I had a, a annual pass to Disneyland. So I really miss going there for, like, the fun Halloween stuff. And I never got to go to, like, the Oogie Boogie Bash or the Halloweens. Because I always wanted to dress as Mr. Toad in oh. front of Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. Oh, yeah. That's my dad's favorite ride. Do it. I it's one of my favorite rides. You end up in hell at the end. And yeah. that's pretty it's, yeah, it's such an existentialist nightmare. I love that ride. Yeah. That's my favorite <laughs> ride. But I've never actually been to any of the haunted mazes at, like, Knott's. Or um, the haunt, the Mary, the Bob, the Mary, the ship thing. Queen, Queen, Queen Mary. Mary. Or Universal Studios. So I was like kind of looking forward to trying that this year. They just now, kiss you and make you cry. You're not missing anything. <laughs> but I love that. So well, I think I maybe, I I think maybe I'm going to try. There's a haunted um, drive through oh, at the fun. Fairgrounds, but it's like $100 a car. Well, yeah, get, those, a, those get a few friends to go with sound you. interesting, but no, like not in the same car. Like, has, has anyone here done yeah. a drive-through haunted thingy? No, because no. what I was just going to say is that they're very pricey, and they're one of those things where, like, I get why they charge what they charge because, like, this is a whole and it big, has to be huge. bigger thing, and it has to be huge to be worth it. But also, like, I don't want to spend like, like you said, like a hundred dollars a car, which yeah. can be like me and my wife to drive through a thing. But here's the thing, get two friends and you guys can wear masks or if you both quarantine beforehand and that's like 25 bucks a person, which is not bad. (laughs) (laughs) We don't have anything like that, so I need to live through you. Although my realtor uh, invited me to a pumpkin patch in a week, but Brandon's working, so I don't know how this is going to work. It's like out of field outside, so I can bring, so we have a a four-month-old beagle and we're about to get on Tuesday um, an eight-week-old French bulldog. Um, I'm very, very excited about this. And so, if I go, I have to bring both the dogs by myself, or decide to leave one of the dogs at home, which I probably won't do. So, like, this will be me walking around a pun- pumpkin patch with like this dog that just started being able to take walks, and then George, the little French bulldog. I have like a little like carrier, like the way you carry a baby, like strapped to you. But for the dog, the doggy Bjorn. Yeah, so like basically, I'll be wearing one and holding the other. So like, I don't know how well it's gonna go, but they do have a caricature person there, and I kind of want like a dumb photo of us. So I feel like you're a better parent to your dogs than I am to my baby because like (laughs) he's like ten months old, and I don't like to use the Bjorn. I'm like, you can crawl now. Wow, you can crawl. I'm so excited to use it. I'm gonna like carry him around everywhere. See, I would like be taking pictures all over that pumpkin patch with those dogs. Like, I dress them up, put them in pumpkin outfits. So, Kovu's awful at it. Our beagle is like, does not like wearing clothes, but he's kind of more Brandon's dog, which is why Brandon's the best future husband ever and is getting me this French bulldog. But I'm hoping mm-hmm. that if I can get George to wear clothes like instantly, that maybe he'll be up for it. Because if he wears his baby Yoda costume at the pumpkin patch, we're going to make it happen. I yes. just feel like you could, you could charge people money to take photos with your dog. I mean, turn, it's it, gonna be turn it into a side hustle. <laughs> take pictures of my adorable French bulldog. Give me ten dollars. 
again, I feel like a French bulldog is a perfect breed for pumpkin. I am yeah. with you. I'm going to have to go find him a pumpkin costume. This is happening. And on that note, while Maddie goes and finds a doggy pumpkin <laughs> costume for her French bulldog, I want to thank all of you for being on this panel. Uh, I want to thank everyone for listening to this uh, special Halloween spooky edition of the Grand Geek Gathering. And let's outro with, go ahead and plug whatever you guys want to plug. Tell people where they can find you on social media if you do that kind of thing. Let's do it in the same order that we did the intros alphabetically by the name you're going by on this show. So we're starting with Falco. Hey, it's Kevin Falco again. Uh, make sure to check us out on, on the Gamer Culture, of course, with our uh, videos and recordings on that, with our podcast. And, of course, check me out on Twitch at Captain Falco ZC. Um, I'm Maddie. I don't have anything. Uh, listen to any comics. It's great. We talk about independent comics. It's from the Grand Geek Gathering. You can find it anywhere. Follow the Grand Geek Gathering. We're cool. You can find me from there. <laughs> Uh, if you want to hear about really random stuff, you can follow me on Twitter. I'm Lady Logan X, um, because apparently someone else took Lady Logan, whatever. Um, and yeah, I talk about Lex Luthor and stuff that you probably don't want to hear anymore about. And the really the scariest thing about this whole podcast is that you thought we were never going to stop talking, but somehow we're doing it, and you're welcome. So you can go and trick or treat. <laughs> Okay, um, you can find me, um, Trope Time. We're taking a bit of a hiatus right now due to personal life and COVID life. But, um, also, I am doing a Kickstarter for a camera eatabug. And you can find more info on that on Mochi Prince Designs on Instagram. So, yeah, you should check that out. Because it's my first Kickstarter, and I'm really nervous. Awesome. <laughs> Congratulations. It's going to do Ooh. great. Thank you. <laughs> uh, and last and certainly least, uh, I am Tony. I'm a writer for Grand Geek Gathering, and I hope that everyone is following Grand Geek Gathering because they're awesome. I'm a writer, so you can just find my articles on Grand Geek Gathering. And then if you want more stuff, I have a personal blog at ialbatross.com. I've got an Instagram at Gin and Diesel. Those are the things that kind of fuel me. It's just one word. And then <laughs> if you are at all interested in a novel length Umbrella Academy sequel, yes. you can go to Archive of Our Own, look up user iTony. It's I-T-O-N-Y. And there's just a bunch of uh, weirdly detailed writing on like my head cannons. And I think it's okay. <laughs> Okay, and I'm Michael Tanner. Uh, you can find me here at the Grand Geek Gathering on my show, Burn After Pitching. You can find me on my website, buymichaeltanner.com. And be sure to like and subscribe and do that all, all that internet jargon business for the, this show and all the other great Grand Geek Gathering shows. And don't forget to GGG, and those G stands for ghosts, goblins, and gremlins. Happy Halloween! What, a, what about ghouls? Are you discriminating? Oh, ghouls. When I was doing it in my head, I was saying ghouls. Ghouls, <laughs> ghosts, and gremlins. Grand Geek Gathering.